Chris's heartbreak is raw. Her romance scam just unfolded months ago. I was absolutely devastated. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I cried all the time. For weeks, I laid in bed. Chris started an online relationship with a man, and they started making big plans for the future. I gave up my home because I thought he was going to come home and rescue me. This story has a twist, unlike any other episode of Scammer Stories. He said it went too far. He said, I fell in love with you and I couldn't go on with this anymore. He said, I had to tell you. My name is April. A scumbag scammer took $200,000 from my sick mother. Now I'm interviewing people to learn and help educate others. You heard from Chris's actual scammer in the last episode. I got some flack for that interview that I'll address later. We'll also hear what Chris says in a video to Scam Haters United, something she wanted the public to hear. First, her story on how she fell in love with a man she thought was Josh Porter, a former paratrooper whose picture is used a lot. I was married two times. I had two children to my first husband, a son. He's going to be 31 on the 1st of November and a daughter, she's 26. I stayed married to him for eight years. He was abusive. So I hung out (laughs) as long as I could with him for eight years. And then I divorced and I remarried. The second husband was good. Everything was great. I had a house. We had nice cars. His mom passed away. He started drinking. So I stayed married to him for 12 years. He didn't get along very well with my kids. My son left for the Air Force when I was still married to him, and that hit me hard, very hard. Could not function for a couple weeks because he was the one that I always went to. He was my rock. So a part of me left when he left. I divorced after 12 years, and I've been in and out of bad relationships. And you have dated. I've dated two very young guys, and I think that a lot of that was more of a quote-unquote motherly thing because I missed my son. I know that sounds silly, but I was drawn to the younger guys. The first one, he was black. I seen him off and on probably three years, and he was looking more for a mom for his kids. So I just walked away from that. The second relationship I was in lasted two years, and that's the one that commits suicide. And this last one lasted two years, and he was not faithful at all for the whole two years. So that's pretty much where the whole scamming thing comes in. Okay, because is that the first time you went online, or had you met these other guys that you dated, your boyfriends, had you met them online as well? The last one I met online on Plenty of Fish. That's the only one that I met online. Okay, so then you went back online and... Uh, That's when I met this Davis Porter. It was a seven-month thing. This all happened this year? Yes, it started this year in March. Started out with um, all these pictures of this handsome guy. Sweet words. 
that went for about a month and then it started he would ask for money more pictures more sweet words ask for more money i think he studied this picture of the real josh porter he must have studied him pretty well because he had everything down about him when i would question what i seen online he always had to come back and i was just very lonely and naive and i chose to believe him my family did all kinds of research they tried to tell me um i wouldn't listen how did they find out uh my daughter came over to my house one day and i had pictures of him hanging on my refrigerator he had me so convinced that i had all these pictures that he sent me printed out when i knew my daughter was coming over i took him down because he said it has to be has to be a hush hush kind of relationship because i'm in the army and i'm a sniper and nobody can know anything about me and <sighs> I forgot to take a picture down off of my refrigerator. My daughter waited till I went to the bathroom. This was my birthday. My birthday is July 4th. She was over on July 5th and I went to go get ready because we were going to go out for ice cream for my birthday. And the intelligent child that she is took a picture of my picture. Didn't say a word. We went for ice cream. She asked questions. I said, I don't want to talk about it right now. Nobody's going to believe anything that I say. So when he comes home, like he says, then you'll all see. Probably 10 minutes after she left my house, she called me. And she said, is his name Josh? And I freaked out on her. I literally screamed in the phone and said, I asked you not to check. I asked you and you went behind my back and you did all this stuff. And I was not a very good mom at that point. It ruined our relationship. It tore us apart. She called her brother. Now, mind you, my son is in the military. So I should have known the things that he was saying were not true. But because he always had to come back line, I thought, ah, well, it's army. I'm not familiar with the army. It could be. It's possible. My son's Air Force and my two brothers were Marines and my other brother was Navy. So I'm telling myself it's possible. I don't know anything about a sniper. Uh, my brothers would not talk to me. My son had a problem with my last boyfriend anyway. So we have not talked since last November. I still haven't talked to him. My family was all very upset with me. My mom and my stepdad basically knew what was going to happen because I gave up my home because I thought he was going to come home and rescue me. So I gave up my place that I was living at to come stay with my mom and stepdad because he has cancer. So she asked me to come stay and help. So I did. And I moved in August 1st. And I found out September 19th that it was not true. And how did you find out? He told me. Um, I was driving him from work. And I think I'm talking to Davis Porter, which the picture. I don't even know what to call him because he wasn't real. So when I refer to the picture guy, it's 
Davis is what I was told his name was. He texted me and he said, you know, I love you, right? And I said, yeah, I know. He said, you love me? And I said, of course I do. He said, so I have something to tell you and I want you to promise me that you're not going to get mad. I said, I can't promise anything like that. I said, but you can tell me. He said, no, I can't tell you unless you promise. And I said, all right. So I drove past my mom's house because I wanted to hear what he had to say. And he said, my name is Remy and I'm from Nigeria. And I was speechless. I'm speechless. Why did he do that? He said it went too far. He said, I fell in love with you and I couldn't go on with this anymore. He said, I had to tell you. And I said, send me a picture. And he wouldn't send me a picture right away. I said, send me a picture. He kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I said, I hate you right now. I said, I hate you. I said, you had me believing that you were somebody you're not. I said, I lost my family. I lost my home. I lost everything because I believed you. And he said, but I didn't have to tell you. And I said, no, you didn't have to tell me. So why did you? He said, because I'm in love with you. And I'm like, send me a picture. He said, promise you don't turn me in. I said, send me a picture. So he sends me a picture, 22-year-old black guy. And was there ever a thought in your mind that maybe you would still carry on the relationship now that you knew his real identity? No. Why? He's too young. He has been trying. It's not an option. I have talked to him since. And he said he was arrested on his birthday um, because somebody turned him in. And I said, "Um, but you were guilty. Why would you think that you could get away with it? He still tells me that he loves me. Do you think he really fell in love with you and that's why he came clean? That he actually did have some guilt? Because I think... I don't know. I I'm, I don't I don't know. I can't say because I was crazy enough to believe somebody like Josh Porter would want me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like my mind is so overclouded with everything that's happened. Talk about the pain that it caused. Oh my! I was absolutely devastated. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I cried all the time. For weeks, I laid in bed and looked at pictures on my phone um, of the real person that I was told he was, and I was absolutely heartbroken. I seriously believed that this wonderful-looking guy was actually interested in little old me. Still, today, I had a bad day today. Today was not a good day. His pictures are all over Pinterest. If I want to look at a picture, I just get on Pinterest and check it out and get upset. And it just drives me crazy. It literally... It drives me crazy. I made the video to get my point across to him 
and I know all his pictures were leaked out from Instagram. So I knew he had an Instagram account and I requested to follow him on Instagram and he accepted it. But now I can see the real person and kind of like want to connect that way. It's not healthy. I know it's not healthy, but part of me misses that connection with a fake person that doesn't even know I exist. When people ask me, they say, your mom's a victim. I say, yeah, and she's still talking to her scammer. And they say, well, did you tell her this? Yeah. Well, did you show her this? Yeah. She's still talking to him. It's hard to describe to people why. Because they fill a void that you're missing. He's obviously telling her something that she was missing in her life. So he's filling that void. And it's probably just hard for her to say, now this isn't real. He made me feel special, wanted, needed, loved. I wasn't getting that from my kids. I wasn't getting the attention from any of the other boyfriends that I had. So here I have a virtual relationship and it's Prince Charming and it's perfect. I didn't want to give that up. So where are you at now with um, the relationship with your family? It's better. My daughter's back. We do things together now. I apologize to my brother. We aren't as close as we were. I live with my mom. Of course, we're good. So for the most part, other than my son, I can get through this whole family thing because I have my mom and I have my daughter and my stepdad. I'd love to have my son back because he has my two grandchildren, but I guess that might just take a little bit more time. And what did your mom say? My mom and my stepdad were both very supportive. They said, we're here for you no matter what. And they have been. And what is your plan now? Yeah, I'm going to stay here until I can get some bills paid off. I'm not alone as before I was by myself and I was bored and had nothing really to do. So, you know, when I'm bored, I get on the dating sites and just, you know, do whatever. I first saw Chris on a video she shared with Scam Haters United, an anti-romance scam group we talk about a lot on this podcast. I told Chris during the interview that I was immediately drawn to her because of what she said in this video. I think you'll understand when you hear it. Here's the video. She's sitting outdoors at a park in her home state of Pennsylvania. Hi, my name's Chris. This is just a backup video. If anybody has read my story on Scam Haters United, maybe you all remember uh, my story about being scammed um, with the pictures of Joshua Porter. I wanted to do this. I didn't want to do it. I decided to do it. I decided not to do it. So before I changed my mind, I wanted to put a face with the story. Along with a lot of other women out there that were scammed by pictures of men that were real, but not real. I've seen a lot of videos, not a lot of videos. I've seen two or three videos exclusively made by Josh Porter saying how women are stupid because we don't 
Google and do research and yeah, we do. We really do. I did. I chose not to believe it. Probably along with a lot of you other women out there, a fairy tale is a fairy tale. Do we think it could come true? Sure. Who doesn't? In the long run, maybe we are a little gullible. Maybe we're a lot gullible. Some of us, as myself, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but my family tried to tell me and I chose not to listen. I opted out for the fairy tale and the ending was far from a fairy tale. But it's nobody's fault but the Nigerian scammers that are really good at bullshit and people lying, making people believe things that really are not true. So I just wanted to get my story out there. Um, like I said before, it all started back in March. It ended in September, exactly one day before, three years ago, I found out my ex-boyfriend commit suicide. That struck a hard nerve with me. So, I just wanted everyone out there to know, us women, and I'm sure there's men too. You're not alone. By any means, you're not alone. And we can't blame any of this on the pictures that were shown because they're victims too. They have feelings just as well as we do. This is supposed to be my closure video. I want it to be done. I want it to be over. I want to move on. Would I like to talk to Josh and say I'm sorry? Yeah, sure, I would. Am I going to? No, I'm sure not. I don't think I'd want to face the five million women that are out there going crazy over me. Like, I'm sure he feels. But, Josh, if you do see this video, I would hope that you kind of change your mind about your views on women. Just a little bit. So a lot of us have low self-esteem. And a lot of us really... We have other issues going on in life. It's not all perfect, but you place somebody in front of you that looks perfect, like you or the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other military guys or doctors or whoever, whoever the pictures are, place that in front of you with the way we feel about ourselves we need to work on ourselves, yeah. We do. But we're not stupid. 
We're not dumb. A lot of us lost our kids. A lot of us lost our family. A lot of us lost everything. I haven't lost everything, but I'm working hard to get it back. So, just know that you're not alone. Women, you're not alone. And if I had one wish, it would be selfish for me to say. I would love to hear from anyone that wants to talk. Um, messenger. You can look me up. Um... I've made two real good friends from the UK already. We have a lot in common. And I'm working on me. There's parts of the parts of the puzzle that still need to be filled in, but I'm working on it. And it is what it is. It's part of life. And I hope all this makes a little bit more sense to at least one, two, three people. <clears throat> but really, most of all, I hope it really makes sense to, to you, Josh, because I know you've been through hell. You've, you're probably still going through hell, and I'm sure we're not making it any easier for you. And me personally, I'm sorry. For you, I'm sorry, because I have a son in the military. And it would suck if I was, if, if this was going on with my son, it would suck. But on the other hand, maybe a little bit of understanding would go a real, real long way. Maybe, I don't know. But I understand wanting to put everything behind you I get that and all the women out there I really hope that you can start to heal um, because we're all worth something to somebody it doesn't matter we all have family we all have friends reach out and make make friends stick together um scan haters united they've been wonderful for me wonderful ruth grove she's absolutely amazing we've gotten into a few arguments yes but she really is an amazing person so this is really what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a face for everybody to see that it's real. It does happen. Here I am. It's life. And I just wanted to reach out there and let everybody know we don't have to be ashamed 
we are, but we shouldn't be because we're not alone. It happens all the time, unfortunately. So just work on your self-esteem and pray to God that you have sense to keep on going forward because without God, what do we have? What he brings to us, he'll get us through. So, bless you all, all the victims, women, the men, the pictures, Josh, everybody. I hope this helps somebody. Chris and I talk quite a bit since the interview. She still has some really bad days, and I'm certain after some time, she'll be just fine, if not better, once she pulls through this nightmare. It doesn't feel like that for her now, but it will get better. Now on the blowback I received after the interview with the scammer. I was ready for it. The anti-scamming groups hate scammers and all of their lies. I fit into that category too. I know he's a liar. It's kind of like talking to an atheist if this was a religious podcast or an anti-gun activist if this was a podcast for the NRA. We have to hear all sides to understand how this is still happening. My mom still talks to scammers. I hadn't until I talked to him. Remember, I'm still on a journey to understand how this happened to her. And if that means talking to a scammer, then that's what I'll do. I want to hear from everyone involved. And that includes victims, their families, the FBI, and yes, sometimes the actual scammer. I've been a journalist now for 20 years. In order to understand a story, you have to get every angle. And it did help me understand a little bit about why my mom talks to scammers and how they help fill her days. So there you have it. I'm getting some great emails and messages about each episode. I don't always think of everything, and sometimes you all have some really great points. So keep them coming. It's Scammer Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Scammer Warriors. <laughs>